never been down so long. It's a must I win. Hold my place like cast iron, won't break, won't bend. Stuck them racks in the all black Camuto bag. Louis B. Drake, Dover Starch, Bowman Pants. Used to rock them camo. Welcome to episode 77 of the First Runners. If I get caught, this your boy B. Willingham, mm-hmm. aka, aka John Bobbitt. Oh man, oh man, dogs. <laughs> if, if anybody, if, if anybody in the audience gets that, gets that reference, or 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 if you date somebody and they don't know that reference, guess what? She's too young for you. Yes, she is. Yes, she She's is. She's too young for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what's good, everybody? This, this is your boy, <laughs> the real Reggie, aka Young Clifton, and boy, 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 we we got a show for y'all tonight. Uh yes, we do. It's gonna be a crazy one right here. Um, King Lee, I couldn't be here tonight, and uh, and uh, Copa Rivers will be here shortly. I hope so. He's still on um, his mission. Yeah, he's still on his mission. So. Yeah, but we're gonna have a good show going on. So. But we're going to start off with these um highlights on week four. First thing first, who's gonna um who's gonna start UGA? Not um not even the um AC and not even Athens Clark County Police Department can stop them right now. Oh yes. So <laughs> they running wild right now. Shoot, man, Kirk, shoot, Kirk, Kirby's finding fine paying the right people now. That's that's oh, why. Yeah. All, all, all the money, all the money the program is bringing in. Oh, yeah, they won a championship. I don't think they had to do it like shake hands, kiss babies right now. They can all get away like a little warming up, warning us all. But, 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 yeah, that's a, yeah, UJ's looking, looking like a machine. Oh, yeah. Undoubtedly. But, unfortunately, man, you know, that's not the only thing that has happened in, happened in this good, you know, college. College football so far. We have our second, our second P5 opening has come open. And that was uh, one yes. good old Herm, aka you play to win the game, Edwards. Play to win the game. Apparently, he did <laughs> not play to win the game to the Arizona State Administration's satisfaction. Okay. So, so they relieved him of his duties this past Sunday. Ah, uh, yes. I don't even know what's going. On. I don't even know what's going on with that either. That was just that's just a crazy. It's just crazy what what's going on. They got some. What they got some sanction allegations going on. Yeah, they're facing allegations about about hosting kids do, do, doing you know COVID back with the NCAA. Oh, okay. Not to host kids on campus for recruiting trips, you know, during the pandemic. So so yeah so so Arizona State you know got caught doing that. Well, one of them. That, that, that was, you know, the main thing. But the fact wow. that they lost to Eastern Michigan this past Saturday was really the catalyst to, to you know, her, or not the catalyst. It was the reason. It made it easier for them to, you know, to, to shit can this dude. Because, again, you, you can't be losing to Eastern Michigan out here and expect to keep your job. So, nope. So, I didn't so that, that so that's pretty much what happened. What happened there, and yeah, and honestly, honestly, B, it was a weird hiring to begin with. If, I thought if, so you too. Know, yeah, just to be completely honest, but just to give give you know our listeners just uh, some short a short history. 
Arizona State's athletic director is actually a former sports agent. And he was a former sports agent of one Herm Edwards. So when he got that job, he called, he hit this boy up, hit the boy up who he formerly represented. And I can see what they were possibly trying to do and trying to bring in more of a pro mentality to, to the, to the, you know, to the football program. It's almost what, Dion is currently doing with Jackson State, but but it, it just didn't work for Herm Edwards, mainly because Herm Edwards still, you know, plays football like it's still 1989. That may be the reason why, why so. it didn't work. And, and of course, you know, do, doing stupid shit like like hosting recruits during the whole pandemic and th- thinking that, that you can get away with it. But I also read that, you know, this also may be, may be a time for it, Arizona State to get rid of Ray Anderson because you know they actually hired your boy Bobby Hurley as as a basketball coach and oh that yeah I forgot working. about that they had that hasn't been working out so far for him so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah I knew you'd be like yeah I'm not surprised <laughs> I got he's a coach there yeah I did too until I you know heard yeah heard that story earlier this week so. Yeah, crazy things, crazy things are happening in the desert, and now they are, like I said, the second, the second P five program to have an opening right now. And since this is becoming a trend B that we've seen, especially with the early signing period being in December, a lot more schools are firing coaches earlier so they can actually get a jump on their coaching searches. So I think this is a good time because we actually did the show last year on it. But I think it's a good time we, the first rounders, get a jump on the coaching carousel ourselves and actually, you know, present our little coaching carousel, you know, 1.0 right now to the good audiences where we, where we, you know, handicap who we think is going to take over for now, you know, Nebraska and Arizona State got official openings and who we think is going to be the next coach to actually, you know, actually take that long walk of shame out, out of the hallways of their respective athletic department. So let me say, man, Scott Frost, again, yeah. Georgia Southern did the D. We got that man out. So who, yeah. who, who do you think yeah, who do you think of are, are the top candidates for for Nebraska be? Um I'm gonna go and say Matt Rule. That's what I'm gonna say. I mean he has a job right now at Carolina for now. Right. Yeah, for now. For now. But it's I think it's gonna be Matt Rule. Um, he turned Baylor. They went from one and was it one and nine to like a ten win season in a in a year. Then I said they got the job with the Panthers, but yeah, I think it's I think it's pretty much if Matt Rule, if for some reason Carolina get like on a winning streak, win the rest of their games, which is not going to happen, I can see Matt uh, Rule getting that <laughs> job in Nebraska. So he's been popular. Though. He's He's been popular, but I can tell you who won't be. And I'm gonna uh, if any Nebraska fans listen to this, I'm gonna tell you who won't be and definitely shouldn't be. And they're gonna be Urban Meyer. <laughs> so that's the right now. Urban, Urban ain't taking that job, yo. Yeah, he's looking for something easy, probably. Like easiest thing now. Sitting his white ass on on their fox. <laughs> oh, that's and talk about talk about these games. That's yeah. exactly what he's doing for her. 
Nobody yeah. can return to Urban Meyer after what happened with Jacksonville. Yeah, that was a that was that was a shit show right there. <laughs> and I know, yeah, I would say, yeah, I would try to think of somebody. It'd probably be shoot, you never know. Maybe I think Mark maybe. Stoops would probably be a probably yeah. Be I a forgot about, about Mark Stoops. Mark Stoops yeah. would probably be a hot day, but I don't think he'll leave leave, leave yeah. Nebraska for Kentucky though. Yeah, and I'm gonna talk about Kentucky on a in a little bit, so but yeah, Mark Stoops yes. could be Mark Stoops could be a um, a potential Mark Stoops. Uh, let's see, maybe I'd say maybe the guy from Coastal Carolina. You gonna say Ch- Chadwell will probably be a hot day, but you know what? I, I'm 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 talking about Chadwell. I'm talking about Chadwell a little bit later on for a job. Yeah. I, I think he'll be better suited for. Yeah, hope is a hope is a place that I probably would like. I think it will be. Okay, then. That, that, that's what we call a tease. Good okay, people. yeah. That's what we call a tease, though. But I, I tell you another name that it'll probably be, it'll probably be safe, but 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 it'll be a retread. That's the only thing about it, though. But I, I think Dan Muller can, can work in Nebraska. <laughs> That'll be nice. That man should have stayed in Mississippi State. You know what I mean? Yeah. Probably, that's probably the reason why. Yeah, that's the thing that I think Nebraska, the Nebraska, the Nebraska administration should just realize, you know, that when when they were in their heyday and they were absolutely, you know, running college football, it's it's changed from 1995. It's hard enough to recruit kids out there out there in the middle of corn country, come play, come play for you know your school. That's just not where. Where kids want to go, Scott Frost tried to do that while he was there. I, I understand why people want to get kids from Florida. Kids from Florida are, are what me, B, and 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 our, and our friends would call fast blacks. There's that a lot of fast right. blacks in Florida, and, and they all can't go to Florida State, Florida, or Miami. So the yeah. ones who can't go there, he probably, he probably that's what he did at, at Central Florida. Get, 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 get some other, you know, still very good kids. Try to do it in Nebraska. He got a couple of them, but guess what? They all transferred out after a year or two because, no, again, nobody wants to be cold and in corn country. That is true. Like I said, I ain't ever heard no one say, I'm going to I'm gonna go to Lincoln just to visit. No, no. If they don't have family, no. Yeah. If there, if there was no family out there, there was no reason to go to Lincoln, Nebraska. Now, this, right. this is not to disparage the good people of Lincoln or, or the Cornhusker State. But again, if I, if I'm not going there, you know, but because I am a college football enthusiast, I actually wouldn't mind seeing a game in Memorial Stadium one day. But again, that's the only damn reason. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not I'm not looking to stay long there. I'm just go to the game and I'm out. Out out right after the game is over. With. Actually, <laughs> ain't no reason to stay. Right. I I, 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 I ain't trying I ain't trying to you know party with Billy out in the cornfields, man. Y'all crazy. Nope. Manage your boy, so yeah. so yeah, I can never see that. And again, I think Lance Leipold from Kansas will be will somebody who I think will do a real good job. He's he's not a he's not a household name, but he just wins wherever he goes. Yeah, he did it at Buffalo. He's doing it at Kansas. Who we're gonna talk about later on? That's yes, called a tease as well. Yep. So yes, yes. so Leipold wins, wins wherever he goes. I think he'll be a good Matt Campbell, Iowa State. I think oh, that'll be another good one. Yeah, I can't forget about Matt Campbell. Again, like I said, that's somebody who just 
who's just quality. Quality does that job, man. He he's he's not flashy. He just does the damn job. Yeah. <laughs> and again, you just need somebody who who's proven that they, they they can you know build a program and sustain it. I think that's just that's just the thing though. Again, and unfortunately for Scott Frost, it just shows that even coaching hires that you think that could that could work or should work, for some reason it doesn't. Right, I agree. So I really thought Scott Frost was definitely the perfect hire for Nebraska at the time. Again, and the fact that you know he he was a for, he was a former you know was a former All American from there, man, was an All American quarterback was just cherry on top. Again, you you couldn't hit a you couldn't hit a you know a, a, a more perfect home run than Scott Frost going there. But hey, sometimes it just doesn't work out work out the way the way you wanted to, and yeah. <laughs> it's not an exact science, but I still definitely go with it again. Um, I heard it, and it should be reiterated. Nebraska should not try to win, you know, the press conference. Just get the best man for the job. That, that, that sounds about right. Yep. Get the best man for the job. And that's the same thing with Arizona State. But I think Arizona State's going to be, you know, have some more unique problems to deal with. Because like you said, they have those NCAA allegations sitting over them. You still don't yep. know what punishment the NCAA is going to levy and levy onto that program, but whatever it is, it's probably if it ain't going to be nice. It's probably going to affect you know your your chances of oh, know, going to a bowl game. It's going to be a postseason ban. Yeah, of some sort. Probably scholarships yeah. taken at least one year postseason ban. Yeah, and they probably going to take some scholarships too. How yeah. many scholarships they take that remains to be seen. But again, yeah. in if, if you're a school trying to get as much talent as you can, and especially on, on that side of the country where one, maybe two schools, maybe, you know, between Washington, Washington too, maybe though, but we know that USC and Oregon, but now that Lincoln Riley looks like he has that US machine, USC machine cranking, oh, yeah, he's going to have, you know, first day of all the best players on, on the entire west side of the country. Yeah, and I'll say uh, Washington, man. Washington might be legit too. I mean, Seattle's oh, yeah. a, Seattle's a pretty nice. It's a nice town, from, from what I heard, from what um, from from what I from what cousin Jeff was telling us about yeah, Washington. I, so. I, I haven't heard anything bad for people who who yeah. both you know lived and visited visited you know Seattle. So I actually would definitely love to yeah. love to go out there one day, man. Yeah, yeah me I too. Do it, do it next year, bro. I have to, so you know. Yeah, like I said, yeah, y'all. If y'all to the first round is long enough, y'all know how much I I like Washington's higher and then new head coach. Ah, uh, yes. So, so yeah, so I'm not surprised that you know Washington is actually looking looking like a real football team again. So uh -huh, yeah, yes. <laughs> since, <laughs> since, since you mentioned the team, uh, looking like a real a real football team, Georgia Tech, it's not a real football team. They are horrible, horrible. Like, like, man, yeah, it was, what was it 45 or, or 42 to zero? <laughs> yeah, 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 you got to hold your nose. Yeah, we're, 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 we're talking about them, but, but yeah, but before again, before we get to before we get to the the good old ramp the wreck, because again, because this conversation is going to lead to lead, lead to you know Georgia Tech. I, I, I yeah, this yeah, this is going to lead to Georgia Tech. But 
I've read some folks, I mean, I've read some people, some, you know, some columns, even before Herm Edwards royally messed up his opportunity there that Arizona State was potentially a sleeping giant of a of a program because, you know, they, I mean, it's capable, again, just like Nebraska. You can win eight, nine games, and maybe in a year in which you've got a large senior class, maybe, you know, sneak in 10 wins, though, but I don't think you can you can necessarily compete for a championship as Arizona State because of because of what I just said. Even yeah. though there's something socially that's happening over there on the west side on, on the west side of the country that's that's you know something to keep a keep a lookout on. And which I actually heard on another podcast, this other college podcast that I was following, they were saying that there's a lot of lower middle, at least middle lower income families in California. That's actually moving to Arizona because the the cost of living has gone up so much in Cali. That a lot of them are moving to Arizona, and that high school football in Arizona has increased in a substantial fashion. I can see that. I can see that a lot. Yeah, that's what a lot of Phoenix. Phoenix, you know, is one of the fastest growing metro areas in the entire country. It's like the, I would say it's like the. It might be the. It's like the fifth. It's like the fifth largest city. So, in the nation, yeah. In the, in, the, in the nation, yeah. So, but I mean, I mean, when I, was, I mean, that's my opinion on Phoenix. I mean, when I did a little layout there in Phoenix, like a little bit, I'm like, yeah, it's all. I guess it's okay. I know my nephew's over there right now. He seems like he's liking it. It says it's, it's it's hot as hell out there, but I mean. Yeah, but yeah, but, and, and and of course, uh, Arizona State, you know, is known as uh, no 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 known for two things, you know, you know women and partying. Ah, uh, yes, I was gonna say something about that, but I'm not gonna say it. Well, <laughs> yeah, I heard about the same thing State. That, yeah, like I said, again, that's I yeah, I guess if you were if you were a middle student, then yes, I guess that's a good reason, you know, to. Uh, at least, you know, as, as as good of a reason to go to an institution like like Arizona, Arizona right. State, and like you said, man, you're gonna probably again. I think you get some good talent though, but in terms of actually, you know, competing, especially again competing now, if I'm a candidate for that job, I need to know how are we going to going to maneuver through these sanctions. Right. Yeah. I mean. It's and all, I, all I know is, is NIL. That's all I can think of. So I mean, yeah, that, that's one thing about NIL, man. They, they they've now just just you know started the NIL collective. They haven't had an NIL collective, and like I said, again, they're one of the schools who are way behind in that in that area. So that's another thing, you know. I would have to be like, yo, we we need to we need to make sure that in our game <clears throat> NIL game is on is on point. Before we can really talk about doing anything, and I think the same, I think the same thing, you know, with with Arizona State for Nebraska. I think you got to get somebody who's a, a proven. I think mean, you can go two ways. I think getting a veteran program builder is probably going to be harder than usual because, again, it's the sanctions you have to deal with, and you're going to have to pay you more to, to come there. But if you're not flushing cash. How much can you pay somebody you know really really good to come there? And plus, if if this 
And it looks like it is because, again, you lost Eastern Michigan at home. This is going to be a full rebuild. So, you know, I oh, think yeah. that's, that, that, that if you want to give a hotshot coordinator the job and have him, you know, and install the culture and just, you know, build, have time to build a program without the, without the expectations of competing for anything anytime soon. I think, you know, a, a program like, I think somebody like uh, Kenny Dillingham, the OC, the former OC of Florida, Florida State, now the current OC at Oregon will probably make a whole lot of sense because he's, he's from Phoenix and he's, oh, yeah. and he's a good recruiter. If he's from Phoenix, that, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. He he's from Phoenix area. and he's a good recruiter. Yeah. Just like just like um, Jeff Collins was supposed to been from Atlanta, but he's not from Atlanta. He's from Kanye, so he don't really know the area of Atlanta. But yeah. you know, I, I wasn't gonna say anything about it. But you were just saying about like someone being in the area that he knows the area. I just had to say that. So <laughs> no, no, man, that's actually that, no, that's actually a good segue because oh really? It's, it's not somebody like if not somebody like a Kenny Dillingham that we could go to some of the other jobs that we think is going to open, you know, sooner rather than later. And as and as you see, you know, our, our founder has been talking about good listeners. He's not too fond of the job that one Jeff Collins has done at, nope. the, at the Georgia Institute of Technology. Yeah, and that's already a hard school, right? That is, that's to get into it. So, I mean, and they plan doing like coaching the way he's doing like, yeah, he's not going to get the one there. All I see, let's see, if that were to happen, I would look at the Coast Carolina's head coach. Maybe Scott Yeah, I was about to say Jamie Chadwell, I think, would be. Yeah. Oh, that's Jamie Chadwell, I think, I think would be, you know, a good a good hire. Again, I think Dan Muller would actually be, would, would be very good for him because, like, again, eight, nine wins is something that a school like Georgia Tech should be celebrating. And this is the thing about you in that even Metro Atlanta, the whole state of Georgia, man. You they known for like football players. I mean, you know, we got Grayson about like a like probably about forty five minutes from Atlanta. Like schools like Grayson, Norcross, uh, dang Collins Hill, you know, Mill Creek, all them players, all them schools. But you, yeah, you can recruit Metro. Atlanta. That's the thing about it. Yeah. You don't have to recruit on Georgia's level to put a contender at. At Georgia Tech, yeah, at least, at least build a respectable football program, especially in Georgia. Actually, you, you said you can recruit again. Some some, some kids, you know, some some a program like Cedar Grove, who comes out with you know D one talent every year. Not yeah, all those Cedar kids Grove. are going to go to a P five. Nope. And like I said, those play they like some good four star players. Then they can go to Georgia Tech. Again, yeah, like I said, you can. Re- the crazy thing about Jeff Collins and Collins and what's happened at Georgia Tech be that, that, that I find that I find fascinating is I think he had the right idea to market the program that he did. I think everything was 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 going fine. He was he was building excitement among recruits. He was really selling the city of Atlanta. He was doing everything I think you needed to do to make to, to raise Georgia Tech's profile. It's just that he wasn't a good coach. Hell I think no, that's just what it comes down to. It. He just wasn't a good coach. Yep. And that's. And sometimes you got to you got to do a little. You got to put a little effort in the coaching now and then. You know. So. Basically, yes. Yes, you do in all aspects. 
Like I said, uh, he, he, I think he'd do. He'd be a brilliant marketing executive for a car salesman. But in terms of actually, you know, a CEO, yeah. a CEO, you know, of, of an entire football program, that's yeah. not him. Oh no, that that is not him. So yeah, that's just one of the things that hey, that, 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 hey, these things expose you. <laughs> these, yeah. these things, these jobs, are absolutely expose what you can and can't do. And, and if you can't hang, like I say, you 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 will absolutely be pointed out sooner rather than later. Yeah, and it's 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 kind it's kind of sad when dang Georgia State might be making more progress than Georgia Tech is right now. It is crazy. I'm, I'm not gonna even lie. It's, it's, it's bad. Yeah, because I was just thinking myself, man, that that Georgia Southern Georgia State game, as as much as I can't stand can't stand the pussycats. That that game ain't gonna be sweet. Yeah, I'm saying it's it's, it's gonna be a hard fall game up, up in the form of turn the field. So oh yeah, it kind of feel so yeah yeah yeah. It's gonna, it's gonna be very hard fall though. But yeah, like I said, that yeah, Georgia Tech's been in the mud for a while. Like I said, that, that that's another job that's also gonna be a complete rebuild. So again, you can get somebody who can actually you know know how to build a program. Without the expectations of building a, a building a contender anytime soon, and like you said, I think somebody like Jamie Chadwell will have the well, he he will, he will have actually I think he'll absolutely build it the right way. I think he was the type of offense that's exciting, you know, for for players to want to play in. He again, he's done exceptional work at one of the better G five jobs in the entire country. So yeah, I think he, that I think you know Georgia Tech would be the perfect job for him, you know, to come up and. Oh, yeah. Come up, you know, and prove. It, it definitely proves his worth. Yeah, God, this shit with Jeff Collins, this shit's played out. I don't think they're going to win. I don't think they're going to take on winning more games this year. I thought they were going to beat them, Duke, but I think Duke might can beat them. I think Duke, I think Duke will win. I yeah. think Duke will beat them by double scores. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that sounds about right, unfortunately, beat Yes, it's awful. Yeah, and who knows, man? But by, by, by the time, and that's another thing too. Is you know, I think you're going to have to because <coughs> of the fact that Jeff Collins' buyout is actually eleven million dollars until January first. Then it drops down to seven million. So his buyout will probably won't be buyout should, should, shouldn't affect, affect your decision, you know, to, to fall, to, I mean, to fire him before, you know, the early signing period. Because again, you're not going to have a good recruiting class to begin with. So you, oh, nah. you just need to get that out. You're not going to have a good recruiting class. So you might as well just, you know, eat, eat, eat the recruiting cycle of this year, get the culture in as, as soon as you can, and just have them build through the portal to supplement what you don't have. Because yeah, your recruiting class ain't going to be anything this year, <laughs> no nope. matter what. Not at all. Yeah, there's nobody in the recruiting class worth saving yeah. <laughs> in order to, to wait to wait for that buyout. Like like I said, man, I, I would definitely pull the switch if I was Georgia Tech. But again, they're not flushing cash like that. They don't they still don't have eleven million dollars to pay Jeff Collins not to coach right now. But I will say this though. I will say this. Maybe the AD is actually, you know, doing, you know, the gentlemanly thing and giving them a and give them, you know, some time to Finish the season because he did give him a vote of confidence in the in in the off season, <laughs> the dreaded vote of confidence. And they were drunk when they did that. 
<laughs> I guess so. Right? Yeah. But you know what? I, I expect him to be fired right after the Georgia game, though. I think oh, I yeah. wouldn't be surprised if he if he's Chris Hatchard either. Either. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, he'll be fired right after the Georgia game. So, yeah. Or, or, or maybe even sooner. Who knows? Like I said, man, if, if, if it continues to look as bad as it does, then again, why wait? Why wait? Because you know you're not going to bring it back. That's true. So, yeah. You know you're not bringing it back. And you know who probably won't be, won't be brought back either? Who's My that? My man, Brian Harson and Auburn. Oh, oh, gosh. Man, that dude right there. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's... Now that's a yeah, that's a shit show right there too. Yeah, like I said, if, if y'all have time, good listeners, just just read everything and just just read the entire saga of of you know Auburn's head coaching search from from when from Alan Green to when Alan Green became you know AD up to up up till now. Yeah, it is. But of course, that's always been Auburn though. Auburn has always been you know uh, a VH1 drama. For for ever since them, ever since they tried to get Bobby Petrino, ever since they tried to hire him behind Tuberville's back, and Tuberville still had a job, but they were still trying to get Bobby Petrino in that piece. So, so yeah, God, that down guy. <laughs> oh yeah, so yeah. so so Brian Hawson might not be long for for the Auburn job, but again, oh, no. that's another hire, just like with Herm Edwards. I thought I thought it was a weird hire because he's somebody who didn't know the South. Of course. And, 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 if, and if you're going to compete in the South, you're going to have to know how to recruit. You can't build a program anywhere in the Southeast, whether it's SEC, ACC. If you're playing big boy football in the South, you need to know how to get some damn talent. Yeah, got to. I mean, Houston hasn't done that since he got to out to Auburn and of course he can't do it because you don't have the relationships down there because you've been in you know the Pacific Northwest for most of your coaching career in life. Right. So I thought it was I thought it was a weird a weird fit to begin with. And the fact that he's managed to piss off every single mover and shaker in the Auburn open locker area is also something very, very that's that's an accomplishment of itself. Hey, 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 he's looked to unify, you know, all all of the Auburn contingent. We just didn't know he's going to unify them like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he everybody now traffic on that too. Quarterback is at Oregon. Yeah, yep. I think what twenty players transferred from the program. Yeah, that's after last season. And what four coaches or so left, including your defensive and offensive coordinators. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy, man. But, so, yeah, yeah. So I, yeah, I definitely think him and Carlos definitely have the hottest seats going on oh, right yeah. now. Yep. Uh, and I think it's not, not even particularly close. But, again, if I think Auburn, for what I read, Auburn was looking to hire him. But because, but because you know, there wasn't a consensus, again, that, that, that's one of the crazy things about college. I think one of the things I've learned to – actually find most intriguing about college football recently is the given pull between the boosters and the athletic administrations at these schools. And like I said, Auburn has one of the more dysfunctional relationships to their boosters and, and the administration because the boosters wanted one guy, but the AD pulled rank 
and got Brian Harson. <laughs> and, and the guy that the boosters wanted last time, and they'll probably get this time still, because because even though even though he might have his baggage, though I I, I think it's time that one of these pros in Southeast will probably pull up though. But I think Hugh Freeze is probably gonna be your next coach at Auburn. I forgot about Hugh Freeze. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I forgot all about Hugh Freeze. Yep. That probably be a good hire. Yeah, with his baggage. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I'll never forget, man. <laughs> B really was y'all. B was the one who called it first I when Ole Miss found the number three recruiting class in America. That's <laughs> <laughs> being on probation. I forgot what I have. all I said, but yeah, I still got that saved on my phone. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say you gotta <laughs> save your. <laughs> oh, man, so I see probation. I ain't nothing but probation. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, but but I I think he's definitely re re ready to get back into you know big to the big time college coaching. Yep. Get yeah, college coaching again, man. But yeah, like I said, uh, he. But yeah, Auburn and Georgia Tech are definitely flaming. I think Louisville's been shaky ever since Scott Satterfield openly tried to. Get the South Carolina job. No, yeah, they what last what a couple of off seasons ago, but they eventually hired Shane Beamer instead. But when he got caught, he admitted that, yeah, I tried to get a job, but then made up the excuse to get next to family. So Louisville is going to be a job that's going to be interesting yep. to look at, you know, for the rest of the year. That that is true. So yeah, there's some interesting things going on still right now in in, in college coach in college coaching everybody. So so yeah, so I de de definitely didn't want to run you know a coach carousel 1.0 too long, but oh yeah, it's again. all good. <clears throat> but like you said, man, but but we already put him on notice though. I, I definitely think if if I had to guess, man, I, I think that Georgia Tech are probably Jeff Collins probably was going to be he, he won't be long for for oh. for that job. Be Oh, it's coming. I had it's to guess, coming. Man, I, yeah, it's going to eventually come because again, this, this this ain't going to get better. It's yes, it's going down here. This ain't going to get better, and probably the same thing, same, same thing at Auburn. So, right. So yeah, so so that's definitely you know your coach care yourself one point on, and again, we'll we'll definitely keep this updated throughout the year. Good, to good listeners, because we definitely expect more to come open between now and the end of the regular season, though, but. Yeah, on, on to these week. On to you know what is week four highlights, man. I guess. Um, did you see? Oh, uh, I mean, um, did you see a, a and M and Miami set back office of football? Man, I, ain't, 20, I ain't really get a chance to check that game out though. But I heard, I know that um, a and M ended up winning that game, and I kind of saw that coming. But yeah, yeah, a and M won, and, and again, a and M looked like you know they. And and they're like a typical Jimbo Fisher offense. Of course. <laughs> That's your boy, ain't it? That's it, shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. But again, I, <laughs> you know, I like I he, he's still familiar though. Yeah. Again, still, still running offenses, you know, that 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 sets you back a decade. Ah, uh, yes. Said, doesn't know anything about a forward pass 10 yards past the line of scrimmage. So hey. <laughs> right. And 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 Miami, 
somehow, because I think the first schools, I don't know what that stat, stat say, though, but y'all can look it up, though. But but Miami had 20, 27 first downs and, and, and no touchdowns to go with it. I think almost, almost 400 yards of offense. Still, still only set up for three field goals. Miami's not that good either. Well, no, Miami is hella overrated, man. Yeah. I don't understand it, man. Miami should not have been ranked in the top 25. That, that's true. Again, they, they moved heaven and earth to get a coach that somehow that somehow made made Josh, Justin Herbert made him look boring. <laughs> right. <laughs> so again, Chris Ball, he's a great recruiter. I'll give I'll give that to him. He's going to absolutely get your talent, and off of that alone, Miami's probably going to probably, probably still win nine games or so. So of this course. year, they'll beat George Tech. Ooh, man. Don't take us in the mud, good listeners, if y'all yeah. haven't noticed. Yeah. I mean, they did in the same, like, they're, like, in the same division. So. Yep. I said they're in the Coastal, so, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So, yeah, so, yeah, absolutely. So, they could, they'll still win games, though, but when they actually face, face teams, you know, like, with the real post, they ain't going to be, they say, ain't going to be good. Nope. Because, you know, this new offensive system, you know, Tyler Van Dyke was one of the hottest quarterbacks coming next year, though, but he's missing his OC and he's missing his security blanket, Charleston Rambo. Mm. So that's a very good receiver that, that you don't have to just ch- chuck it up to and have him get a 50-50 ball. So, so yeah, so that's 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 just tough sledding for him, for him right now. And like you, and like you mentioned earlier, B, Georgia is just absolutely annihilating folks on their schedule. That's probably going to be that way, at least until the cocktail party, because you know that schedule between now now and the end of October is is, is bad. Right? Yeah, it's gonna yeah. And like I said, the only tough person they probably got is probably Florida and then Tennessee. No, they they play Florida, Tennessee. And Kentucky after after Halloween. Oh, I forgot about Kentucky. Yeah, I was about to say because yeah, because they got Kent State this coming weekend. <laughs> yeah, trash. Yeah, they like a forty-five point favorite. The surprise is that low. Then 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 they got Missouri the next week. That's yeah. that's they can win how much they want. They got Auburn the next week. They can win how much by as they want. Vanderbilt. They'll win by as much as they want. And then after that, then Florida, Tennessee, Mississippi State, Kentucky. That, 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 that stretch, that stretch should be real. And of course, they end up with Georgia Tech, in which, you know, they'll win by as much as they want. Yeah. That should be a homecoming game. And the game's in Athens too. So yeah, it's yeah. gonna be bad. Yes, it is. After Thanksgiving game, yes. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be bad. Very much so, though. Very much so, though. But but I will say, though, man, one of the entertaining games, and the game I was actually watching is, I, I was watching, you know, right, right before the A&M Miami game came on, man, was Florida-USF, which USF absolutely should have won that damn game, though, man. I, I saw that they, they lost by, like, three. They didn't lose by that much. So. Nope. They, they 
they they were running they were running down Florida's throat about to hit the field goal, but then you know, they had a before then they had a bad snap on 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 the third down, and then another bad snap on the field goal, man. So yeah, they they just choked. Best way to absolutely describe it, they choked that game away, and again, I just brought up the Gators because. I think I think it's safe to say now that Florida might actually be a bad team. Nah, they're not that good. <laughs> no, nah, they. I didn't think they they would be, and their defense is softer than I th- thought it would be because South Florida ran for over three hundred yards on them. Oh, really? Damn. Oh, yeah. That's a crazy thing, man. I didn't realize that until I saw the stat. I'm like, damn, like three hundred five yards of which South Florida ran <laughs> ran on Florida. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, but Anthony Richardson, now, again, people can get better throughout the season. We know that only three games have been played, so we, we, we do know this. Actually, we do absolutely, you know, we absolutely, you know, do know that teams are allowed to get better. Players are allowed to get better. But my God, man, this guy still hasn't thrown a touchdown pass yet, though. Yeah, that is <laughs> that is crazy. They hyping him up as a first round draft pick. Bro, that's what I was saying last week. I'm like, he was a first round draft pick. He was a Heisman. He was a Heisman contender. Especially after that Utah game, man. Everybody was ready to to ignore this man. But then again, he played Kentucky, 13 yeah. to 45, 143 yards, two picks. I think that game that against Utah might have been a fluke. So I'm thinking the same thing would be. Yeah, Utah just had a bad, just had a bad game. Just had a bad game. That quarterback again, just throwing the game away, right to, right into a linebacker's hands, just, just throwing the game away. And of course, you know, and and I know that people, especially those who aren't from the South, as much as I hate talking about it, because I think one of the problems with college football is the fact that it is is much too regionalized of a game. There's only one segment of the country that really, really enjoys it compared to the rest, but there's there's a reason for that. It's because the best players play 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 here, and if you can get bigger, faster guys than than somebody you know that who plays in Utah, and that's the thing about it. Even though I don't think Florida, at least at the time when I picked Florida to lose to Utah, I didn't think Florida was a better team per se because I thought with them returning 17 starters. They know how to play, you know, that's they know how to play their style. They know themselves. They brought their quarterback back. So they know exactly how to play the game. But at the same time, if, if you just don't have the horses, if the team across from you has better horses than you do across the board, your margin of error is is, is a whole lot less. And that's just what it was, man. Their line of scrimmage was too small compared to Florida's hand. Right. Hey. You can, like I said, you, you could do better. You could do things when, when, when you don't have a talent deficit that your opponent can't. And that pretty much, you know, what was was the story of that Utah Florida game. But like I said, they they have a chance to prove it because that's one of our games we're previewing. Tennessee Florida, they can yes, they can change the narrative. Yeah. They can change the narrative. But again, I, I'll I'll give y'all more when we come when we come down when we come to that bridge. And, yeah. We're going to get to it very soon, so don't worry. Yep, yep. yep. Um, trying to think, what other games did you um, that caught your attention this past weekend? 
He's watching LSU Mississippi State, which was a pretty good, pretty good game. Jaden Daniels is starting to starting to look like a quarterback more. Oh, is that the quarterback from LSU? Yeah. Oh yeah, he, yeah. He has some did. He has. He did real good. I was impressed by the stuff he did. Yeah. I mean, by his performance. I was too, man. Like I said, man. That's what I was trying to tell people, man. Even though I think Mississippi State might have been overrated coming into the game. I'm not saying that they're a bad school. I think Mississippi State's actually going to be pretty good because again, Mississippi State's one of the programs that Georgia's playing. You know, in the tail end of their schedule. I think Mississippi State's a pretty good team, but I don't think they were probably that strong coming in. I, I didn't get why they were a favorite coming into Death Valley. That that was one thing that yeah, that I didn't get. But I was just surprised that LSU was able to re- really stifle their passing game. And again, Jaden Daniels, you know, Jaden Daniels is, is starting to come along because we said we said that some players it's 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 allowed to get better throughout the season. And I definitely think LSU could it could be better, better throughout the season. And of course, you know, I have a vested interest since, you know, my Seminoles played them and, and beat them in New Orleans. I have a vested interest in seeing them, you know, get better. But of course, you know, a team like LSU, even though it might not have the talent of last year, they're still going to be a talented team. They're still going to be a, a tough out for anybody. It wouldn't surprise me that, that you know, LSU might be the third best team in the SEC West. And they're gonna surprise me if, if if it eventually you know turns out turns out like that you know when the when the end of the season happens so so yeah I'm definitely gonna be you know interested to see how how they come along and of course Brian, Brian Kelly even with his fake Cajun accent is better than a whole lot of coaches. That's true. So that yeah, true. that was. Yeah, that was the one. Like I said, it, hey, it was a whole lot more entertaining, entertaining than the bullshit I watched after that game was over. Oh, uh, damn. <laughs> so, yeah, so that was definitely definitely one that was interesting. Missouri State came to play against Arkansas, which is absolutely oh, yeah. wild. Yeah, basically what about Arkansas now. Uh, but we'll talk about them later on, too. Oh yeah, so, but yeah. hey, Bobby Petrino came in one blood. B. I forgot that was a touchdown team. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I was like, oh. that man Boy. clearly had a plan to come in and spoil everybody, everybody's night in Fayetteville, Arkansas. Of he had a plan to do that. And I'm surprised they even let him come back to Fayetteville. You know, right? Because I know, I know one thing. He sure isn't. He sure as hell is divided back to Atlanta. I can tell oh, you that God. for a fact. Yeah. Did he have a side piece with him this time? I didn't notice, man. He 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 actually might have done a smart thing and actually and actually kept her ass on the motorcycle in the parking lot or some shit, man. I don't oh, know. Damn. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy, man. Yeah, so he might have actually, you know, yeah, kept her <laughs> kept her out, man. So so yeah. And and of course, you know, I I I think we I think we already, you know, said it, said it too, man. But Troy, you had one job. Yeah, that's about the luckiest shit ever, bro. That shit was so ever. lucky. It's like how man, you could have just got a pass. Sweaty. You could have just you could have just tackled the guy and got a got a pass interference or something. But mm, it is what it is. App State is lucky. That's all I'm gonna say. 
Yeah, and those and App State fans, y'all still got to come to, y'all still got to come to, you know, the the most beautiful little stadium in the world. So ah yes, I can't wait. Yeah, me either. Yeah, but uh, let's go and talk about some of these um these games for Week Five. I know we will talk about. Florida, the number 20 Florida versus number 11 Tennessee. I got actually got, actually got Tennessee winning that game. I got them like in the close one. I think they'll win by like, they'll win probably by like a, I'll say they win by a touchdown. Man, I got a more, man. I, I think I, I got Tennessee at least by, by 10 plus. Okay. Even though yeah. the funny thing is, I was, I was looking, you know, at least, at least I was hearing about the you know series, and I think Tennessee has only won one other times since I think two thousand and three, or some craziness like that. And I think the last time they beat Florida was like two thousand sixteen, but before then they just it, 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 it's the def- definition of domination. Pretty much what Florida Kentucky was, you know, Florida just completely you know the way Florida used to like dominate Kentucky before Kentucky you know. Now beats right. Beats, you know, <laughs> now beats Florida. You know, two years in a row though. But I actually got. I think you know what. This should be the year that Tennessee should absolutely absolutely take advantage of the fact that you know Anthony Richardson's not playing good. You can yeah. run the ball, and yeah, this <laughs> take advantage again. Take advantage of. Take advantage of your opportunities, and this is an opportunity you know they can they can take advantage of. If they, if they can't beat them this year, be I, I really don't know when. Yeah, that's that's true. I mean, I don't know when. So I so I got Tennessee, you know, by thirteen. All right. What about this other SEC game between number ten Arkansas and number twenty three Texas A&M? Yeah. Like I said before last week, I think it, I would have chose Arkansas and the Laffer. But I guess, you know, after the Missouri State game, because you said yourself that you have some questions now, right? I got some questions, so. <laughs> I don't blame you. I, I don't blame you. It's, it, it's definitely, you know, because Missouri State was controlling a lot of that game. <laughs> like three, three and a half quarters, Missouri State looked like the better yes. team. But. And the boys just got tired at the end. Yeah, I just, that's what happened. That's exactly what happened. They they just continue. They as an Arkansas team to run the ball and, yeah, the, the talent eventually took over. But, again, I will say this. Like I said, it's it's you don't have the circumstances surrounding that game. It's the weird circumstances that led to, you know, some crazy voodoo or some – if you believe in all that, like I said, it's just, just the crazy stuff that, that happened that doesn't happen in normal games. Like I said, Bobby Petrino clearly had a game plan he clearly had a game plan in, in, in this game, and Arkansas probably wasn't expecting ex- expecting it, anything of it. I expect them to play much better against a fellow SEC opponent. Yeah. How much better? I don't know, but again, the a- A&M, A&M defense gave up 400 yards to Miami, and I'm still not impressed by Miami's offense. I don't think Miami, Miami's all that. Yeah, they're not. 
So I still don't know how good Texas A&M is. Like I said, as long as Jimbo still thinks he can run a 1995 offense, so be it. <laughs> I think he's going to give him a chance. But I, I got Arkansas by three. I think Arkansas. I think Arkansas barely, you know, barely, you know, shakes it out. Yeah, I'm gonna go with A and M by by three points too. I don't. Like I said, I just don't know about this Arkansas team. After they played against Missouri State and they were struggling against them, and they playing at Texas A and M, so I mean, playing in Dallas. Oh, they playing in Dallas. Yeah, they playing well Dallas area rather, Jerry World. Oh, well, yeah, well, yeah. I not the same that, difference, so. huh? But yeah, yeah, but yeah, they're playing in Jerry World though, because I remember I was, that was one of the ones I was looking at before before we got on. Yeah. All right, next game is number five Clemson versus number twenty one Wake Forest. I'm gonna go with I'm pretty. Yeah, interesting. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I still don't think Clemson's good, but I think if I'm gonna find a reason for. I think Wake Forest is not gonna get the job done, so I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Clemson. And a, yeah, I'm with you too. Uh, Clemson seventeen to fourteen. Yeah. So having them, sh- having them shut down, shut down that offense quite easily. Okay. Yeah. I think that's that's Wake Forest's best shot, honestly. Be is you know yeah. to get that, make sure that offense can actually you know score. But again, Clemson is one of the best defenses of the country. Right. And so that's that's easier said than done, and. And I think if you want to beat them, you're going to have to keep them honest. And that's one thing that Wake Forest doesn't have. They Sam Hartman's back, and he can still sling the rock, but that run game is absolutely horrendous. Yes, it is. So yeah, I I, I don't see their I don't see their run game, you know, doing anything. I didn't see it doing anything at all. But the fact that they don't have a run game is very concerning going into this match. So yeah. Uh, I think I got Clemson too. I think I got Clemson twenty, yeah, twenty four ten, or at least twenty four seventeen rather. Oh, okay, that's that's. I'll give, I'll, I'll give a twenty. I'll, I'll, I'll give Sam Harmon twenty. They're playing in. The, in fact, I'll actually give give twenty eight twenty four. Salem, I think. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, they're playing with Salem. So you know what? I'll I'll give. Even though even though twenty four might be. I'll give it 28-21. I'll give them I'll give the 21 points in Winston okay. Salem. All right. I like I take that. So. Give them 21 points. And, 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 and again. And again, like I said, I'm still I still don't trust this Clemson offense either, but Wake nah. Force defense, Wake Force defense aren't exactly world beaters. So nah, it's not. So yeah. Ah, yes. Ah, yeah, so next final game, not even a top 25 game, but it's Duke versus Kansas. <laughs> both of these teams yeah, are three. Man, three and, both, both of these teams are three and all. And I got a crazy stat for, for everyone. This is like the first time in college football history that Kansas, that the Kansas, um, Duke, Kentucky, and UNC have all started the season three and all. It's like this has never happened before. Before basketball season, rather. Before basketball season started, <laughs> yes. So yes. So who you gonna go with? Who you gonna go with, Reggie, for this game? Duke or Kansas? It's being played in Kansas, isn't it? Uh, I think it is. Yes. Yeah, and and that's one thing, man. I hope somebody from college 
game days watching this because y'all completely dropped the ball on this. College game day should be in, in Lawrence, Kansas this weekend for this game. But 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 instead, but instead, but instead, you know, y'all, y'all, y'all pretty much picked, y'all pretty much went the lazy route and and went with, you know, Florida, Tennessee. Basically, yeah. Yeah, man. But you know, that's one thing I like about college game day, because you actually you know get the atmosphere, you start to learn about the towns, towns, yeah. you know, that, that they're in, you know, while learning about the games also. So yeah, that that that, that was a complete ball drop on y'all's part. ESPN. I'm just gonna just say right here, but I don't know, man. I, I got a home team pulling it out, man. I got Kansas going to four and zero. Okay. All right. Yeah, but my prediction is, even though it's football, it's still fuck the Blue Devils and fuck the Jayhawks too. So, so, so it's gonna end in the tie. I, like I said, they can get shot at each other. I don't even give a damn. <laughs> No love. No love at all. No love for them boys, man. Yeah. But yeah. Speaking of no love, I know this should we should have, should have thought about this first, but the um the owner of the Phoenix Mercury and the Phoenix Suns, he's uh he's suspended. He's suspended for the whole year, and he's gonna sell the team. So. And and in our is in another episode of rich white men acting badly. Ah, yes. As said, the the current owner of the Phoenix Suns and the Phoenix Mercury has said that he's he has begun the process. His name is Robert Sarver. If 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 y'all don't know, he said he has begun the process of selling both franchises. I think he owns a third of the Suns. I forgot the shares that of of the Mercury that he owns, but it may be maybe hundred percent. But I, I, I'm still not certain though. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But either way, either way, the motherfucker ain't gonna own them shits. You know, after after nope. a while. So. Nope. Again, and if y'all are not familiar with the story, it's because well, for one, let, let, let's take y'all back a little bit. In fact, I want to say we actually talked about this on a show before, B, because I think I remember. Probably did. Yeah, because Robert Sarver actually walked into the the Phoenix Suns locker room and just openly just screamed the word nigger. He just screamed, <laughs> screamed it out. Well, this is the coaches told him, you can't say that shit. Ah, yeah. <laughs> like, you really can't see that shit. Guess what he said? He said it again. <laughs> she said that, man. I remember uh, if you ever seen the um the episodes of Peacock going on of of the Office and uh Michael Scott. He I guess when they had the Michael Scott Paper Company, it was a little saying on there. He was saying, "Case had a little, little index card stuff he shouldn't say." Then one of the things he said, "I'm not I'm not allowed to put us." They can only say that, not you. You can only, he can only, they can only say that word. You can't. <laughs> I was like, damn. <laughs> yeah. <All this class. laughs> yeah. I was like, damn, that was so funny. And that just... Yeah, but I say that because, because, because that was the initial, initial incident that led to the NBA 
they've been investigating, you know, the owner using not only racially insensitive, but misogynistic, misogynistic and sexist language and just having, having, you know, a, a misogynistic and hostile work environment and, 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 and just, you know, overall being a piece of shit. So when the NBA investigation concluded and found out that this dude is indeed a piece of shit, the punishment that was levied from, from the league office was a year suspension and a $10 million fine. People didn't think that was enough. And they were going after Adam Silver's head, head on, on you know the punishment that was that was levied on Sarver. So he had sponsors threatening to pull out of, of, of you know the Phoenix Sun, you know, just to put pressure. But again, they, they want this man gone. Like I said, pretty much same thing that happened to Donald Sterling. Ah, yes. <laughs> they wanted, you know, for for this dude. But again, they only, you know, gave him gave, gave him gave him a year extension <laughs> and and you know ten million dollar fine. Uh, what that, the, the yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. But they were trying to do something. They were trying to, you know, it was at the end of the game. So. Yeah, I think they're trying to like run and get the ball back. But yeah, it's yeah, crazy stuff, great stuff. Fantasy owners probably like that a little bit. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah, well, see exactly what what happened. Yeah, Steelers tried to. It was a trickeration and they work out to their to their advantage, but nope. but, but anyway, back to the story at hand though. But but that, that's that's pretty much what we're having now, man. There's outside pressure to have Robert Sauver, you know, go from the ownership of the of the Suns and Mercury. Yeah. Apparently there was enough pressure because he announced that he is going to sell both franchises. Yep. Good luck with him trying to uh, get someone that's um to find the data about a Mercury. I mean, but that actually is a good team. But yeah, about the Mercury's a good team. Yeah, they're about to get some get some interest. Yeah. But 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 yeah, that's that is pretty. Pretty much, like I said, just another episode of 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 of, of Rich White Man acting badly. Like I said, man, you I you guess. go you go in and think you can, you know, go into the locker room, and most of your empl- most of your employees are black. Your best basketball players are black on both the Suns and Mercury. Yeah, you, know, you can you, you just say you know, racially assistive language, man. Just get ready to. Get ready to, you know, hold the consequences. Yeah. Like yes. what happened? Yeah. Maybe he should have had a um uh uh consensual relationship with one of his um female employees. If he was the case, which leads to the pinhead of the week. I forgot the dude's name, but the head coach of the of the Celtics. What is his name? Ime Udoka. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, and and, and this is yeah, y- y'all know him. Hell, 
sport, people who don't even follow sports know this, know this man's name now. Because he was doing, I saw it all across my timeline, you know, all on Instagram, and you know, it's 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 definitely you know been been the main the main thing now because he because he is the mofo who has cheated who cheated on the one knee alone. Yeah, and what, so I mean, if, he they, if he doesn't do anything else in basketball, he's going to be known as the motherfucker who who risked it all for one of his employees. Only alone. Now I will say though, I, I will say, and I, I will say, like Bright's bad. You <laughs> saw a picture. Like Bright's bad, but damn dude, you have me. He has me alone at home. Now, granted, to be fair, to be fair to him, they aren't married. Because I was just about Nia, to say, were they married? Yeah, they're not married. Me alone said that she's adamant of not getting married again. That's cool, but they are engaged yeah. though. They yeah. they are engaged and they have a son together. Okay, they got engaged. I think they got engaged after after their son. Yeah, after their son was born. Oh, okay. So, well, that's good. Yeah, no, that's they might not be. Yeah, they know they're not married, but they almost have like a common law. Almost like a common law marriage thing going on. Well, they, and, and, and and if y'all don't know what it is, good listeners, read a book. What the, what the old what the old people say? They shacking. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yes, this the that sh- part. The shack, they shacking. <laughs> <laughs> so bottom line, that's me alone with this woman, and he's her man. So as so so, so as you know, me Brandon and. I'm comfortable in speaking for both King Leon and Sir and, and Sir Corporal Rivers in, 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 in this case, B, as as you know, faithful, faithful black men who appreciate the beauty of black women. As I do, what the hell is you what the hell is you doing you creeping creeping on the along for my dude? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, the question. Bro, like, yeah, how you, yeah, how you gonna cheat on Debbie from Friday? Craig, man, Craig got his ass on, but got his ass with by DJ, by Debo for fighting her. For her. Yeah, yeah, Jordan from the best man. Lisa from Fresh Prince. I was just about to say that too, but <laughs> damn, Bird from Soul Food. I mean, it was like folks was just roasting this dude. Like somebody said, it's someone. They said he should go to jail for cheating on Neil Long. And then I got I quote this from someone. I think they said this on Facebook. No, Facebook or um, or Twitter or something. He said <laughs> Long is absolute um Neil Long is absolute is cheating on Neil Long is absolutely ludicrous. As a player, I wouldn't listen to nothing he has to say to me ever again. That was that's Kerry on Johnson. That's Kerry yeah. Johnson that said that. Yeah. <laughs> Then they said uh, he made Udoka, uh, Udoka fumble knee along in the NBA Finals. I've never seen an L <laughs> worse than this one. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like I said, if, if he doesn't do anything else in the NBA, he's going to be known for this shit, B. This yeah. is the shit he's going to be known for. Dog. Yeah. That was crazy. Right. Again, hey, every week. I'm not again because this is on record. I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say exactly. You know who 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 said it, but this was definitely not group. 
people, some people were talking about me alone, and somebody about it brought up. I think it was, it was me brought up, you know. Have y'all seen me alone in them damn recent old spots commercials? Vintage wine. Oh, vintage shit. wine. Y'all is no comment. This is exactly why I said I, yeah. I brought it up. I brought it up. So, yeah, this is. Yeah, this was something I remember when you when, when you said this on when you, yeah you said this at the end of our show last night, B. And I thought it was it was going to be you know at least we we didn't we didn't know the full details. We just got you know the news that that he was that he was you know being considered for a significant suspension. And yep. we thought about it, it had something to do with the, with the possible suit of Kevin Durant, you know, this past off this past I, off season. Oh, it was. I thought it was yeah, tampering, but yeah. No, he, he was tampering all right. Yeah, but, I was about to say he tampering. He was tampering all right. Absolutely. Yes, tampering. Absolutely tampering. And, and again, uh, we must say because because you we know, we know exactly what day what day it is. Again, to be fair, this is a consenting. They both were consenting adults. We will say that, and to, in fairness to both parties, both were consenting to, uh, consenting adults in this relationship. So, so while that might not be an abuse of power per se on Email Udoka's part, the the Celtics made it clear that it's not part of the guidelines. And of course, some workplaces you can't date your Co-workers, no, no matter if it's your boss, if somebody who, who's a fellow colleague, or somebody who works on you, just workplaces don't look don't look upon that. And I heard Stephen A. Smith give give his take on it about you know about something that there were others who who did this and and other you know parts of parts of the NBA. He was talking about you know when Jeannie Buss was dating Phil Jackson back when Phil Jackson was the coach for the Los Angeles Lakers and. I can see where he was coming from, but at the same time, like you said, not all workplaces are the same. Some workplaces. Hey. I mean, that's a that's a Lakers organization, and that's a Boston Celtics organization. That's two different ones. Two different organizations, exactly. Two different organizations, and and again, none of them were married either. <laughs> well, well, of course, Emma Doku and me alone aren't married, but again, they're in a relationship. They're in, they're in a relationship. It's not it's not you know a legalized marriage, but shacking. <laughs> still, yeah. That, 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 that's still her man, and that's still his woman. And that wasn't the case with Phil Jackson and Jeannie Buss. They were exclusive with each other. So, at least as far as we know. So yeah. And still, like you said, not all workplaces are going to have the same guidelines or policies when it comes to fraternization. That's a big ass word I'm using. In terms of you know relationships between employees, so I, I I don't see the comparison. And even even though you know I don't see the comparison, it's, it's still it's still the fact that that nigga you cheated on me alone. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't get it, but <laughs> that's why your that's why your ass is the pinhead. Yeah, ex- oh yeah, definitely the pinhead. Might need to be the pinhead of the month. 
The dude's in the running for he dude's in the running for Pinhead of the Year, definitely. Yeah. I was like, him and Brett Farm. They might be for real. Yeah, I was, I was about to say, man. Oh yeah, we, we definitely ain't, ain't gonna ain't gonna let that news die, man. So Brett Farm Brett Farm embezzled five million dollars from for the people of Mississippi. That's a damn shame right there. It really is. They already had like I know they have like water issues and with Jackson, they didn't do some shit like that. I mean, that's that's bullshit, bro. Like, and you got, man, like you ain't had no money, man. You got you got a lot of damn money. Right. We said on the last show, B, the motherfucker could stroke the check easily. Yeah. Ah, uh, yes. See, see, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, man. Again, no yeah. We, either, we, so. we 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 talked about a lot of pieces of shit, yeah. <laughs> and and this part part so far. Yeah, that's crazy, but. I said it was another another great show. Just a just a just a two of us. And just hate that um the corporate rivers and and the real and not real, but uh, King Leon couldn't make it today. But, um, yeah, but it'd be days like that. It just be just be two of us, three of us. She never know. It might be just one of us. You never know. So, but exactly, yeah. That's yeah, it. We we, we 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 definitely run with what we have, man. And again, oh, yeah. this this is a cool call. Combo that I have with your B man. Like I said, oh, this yeah, was no problem. still definitely yeah. a great show. Yeah. But with that being said, man, you got the closing shout outs. Yes. Shout out to you. And shout out to shout out to you know our, our other two, you know, co-hosts in Absentia, King Leon and Corporate Rivers. Again, man, we'll 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 definitely hopefully they will be back for the next episode. But yep. definitely glad we we're able to, you know, hold, hold it down with you for the night and as always, to our good listeners, we always, always, you know, solicit feedback. You can listen to us to all platforms except for Pandora. Yep. And yeah, just, you know, rate, <laughs> yeah. just, you know, rate, rate, subscribe and share. Let your friends know. Just, hey, if they follow, if they follow sports, man, just spread the word, man. We, we're here and yeah, we out here. And of course, we solicit all feedback, good, bad or indifferent. Yeah. Doesn't matter. We'll take it all and we'll make it a better show. So we definitely always appreciate the love and everybody who's been here, been here with us from jump. Yes, yes. Speaking of feedback, I um on the feedback that I will not take it from um from Duke fans. <laughs> He's right too. He absolutely won't listen to anything you gotta say. But nah, but shout out still, like I said, shout out to you, Reggie. Shout out to shout out to Sharif Ronaldo. You know, shout out to all my our listeners and you know, just make sure, you, like I said, make sure you just subscribe to all our. Um, we got so many like, we got so many platforms you can listen to itself, except for Pandora. And hopefully, we're working on making a get a YouTube trying to redo revamp the YouTube page. So just be on the lookout for that. And uh, you know, shout out to my wife's. YouTube channel, The Black Mom. The Black Mom. She got another episode. She's going to be filming. Well, I'm going to be, pro- like, you know, I'm going to be producing it. Well, producing it this this Sunday. And that's going to be called, it's going to be called The Single Moms. And also, shout out to, shout out to CJ, shout out to my boy CJ, CJ Sneaker Lab. He's back in the lab and he's, he's cleaning them shoes up again and uh, restoring them, making them things look brand new. I got some Air Max 95s. And a half for a while, do like some little biscuits. I might have to see if he can hook them up. So, you know, 
But oh, yeah. yeah. But that's all I have for tonight, listeners. And um hope y'all hope y'all listen. Well, hope you have a good real um, good night, Reggie. So. Well, you too. All right, no, that note. You got this you thing. You too, my man. Still, till the next time, go listen. All right, peace up. Hey, y'all. Meditate, sell the things that I cannot change. Like I never sell my ass, sell my soul for fame. I'm so player, pimp tight, real kosher. I'm never near. Don't need no deal or exposure for the nation.